0: The home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. Presented by Gettle Air Conditioning and Plumbing. G-O-E-T-T-L. It'll keep you cool, but it's hard to spell. Gettle.com. A tough one for the D-backs last night. They lose to the Giants bottom of the ninth by a final of 2 to 1. Wolf they've won 5 of 7 series though since the all-star break. We're pleased to be joined by their general manager Mike Hazen on the line right now. Uh Mike, thank you for the time as always. I understand, you know, I get it. You want to you just want to talk some baseball, but um as a show, we just want to offer our condolences to you and your family obviously with everything uh with Nicole.
1: Yeah, thanks guys. I appreciate. It. I know you guys made a donation last week, which we greatly appreciate. Um... Yeah, I, you know, this—it's been a rough couple of weeks. The support has been incredible, and you know what we're trying to do now is raise money to figure out a way so that the next family doesn't have to deal with what Nicole had to deal with. Because, you know, this is one of the one of the cancers left that doesn't really have a great. It's not a prognosis. You know, you get kind of handed a death sentence uh, on diagnosis for most people. And even the long-term survivors are still trying to figure out why those people survive. Um, And obviously what happened to Nicole, I would never wish to happen to any other mom uh, out there. Uh, ever and so, you know, appreciate. That's where that money's all going to. Uh, and thank to everybody that that donated. So,
2: Mike, thank you so much, buddy. Really appreciate that. Um, boy, every time that we used to travel to play in the Meadowlands against the New York Giants, we used to get killed, Mike. I mean, we just destroyed every time by the Giants. Um, Two and nineteen in Oracle Park in the last twenty-one games—that just seems almost impossible. Any thoughts on that whatsoever?
1: Not really. I, I get it. Yes, you're right. You're also including, you know, the 2021 debacle, which I, I think we were two and nineteen against everybody. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I feel like we've competed a lot, a lot differently this year in those games. I think. A lot of the games so far have lost by one run. Um, we've had two of those games won deep into the game. Um, so I think the shape of it is a lot different. And, no, I don't ascribe a lot of, you know, a narrative to that to that record. It's appalling, but, no, I don't really ascribe the narrative to the record. I think we played good baseball there for the most part. And that's what we're seeing. You know, I, you know we talked – you guys talked about it right at the outset – You know, we have won five out of seven games coming out of the break. Uh, You know, we've won three series in a row until the last two days. um, You know, we've been been in a pretty good rhythm here with pitching and our defense and our offense giving us enough to win. Um, You know, last night, those are the worst games to lose. You know, it it is what it is. You see a guy absolutely throw a gem and then, you know, you get bit with one out left uh, in the game. But we'll be back at it. Uh, but, but the consistency, the, the caliber of play, I feel like is a better brand of what we're pushing towards long-term that is going to lead to more wins.
0: Agreed. Talking to d GM Mike Hazen, uh, Mike, so much is made of, OK, you got a young team. Should you strip it down completely or should you keep some vets around so that these young players can experience what it's like to win? Now, you just mentioned it. you guys have won five of seven series out of the All-Star break. Is this or do you feel like you're seeing the young players experiencing what it's like to win or to rally after a tough loss like last night?
1: Uh, well, we'll see what happens today. But yes, I mean these are some of the challenges that every team goes through during the course of a season. And no, I don't think they're really fighting with a you know some veterans on their team. We have a few left, uh, but at least on the offensive side. But you know, we traded David, and I'm sure that's had some tangible impact on on where things have gone a little bit offensively here. But this is, they, they, these are the things that we need to figure out with this group of players that for the most part, probably not all, but for the most part, you're going to be seeing here um, that we're going to grow with and, and going through things like last night. So you lose the game two to one and you get clipped in the, <laughs> with an out left. That game should have looked a lot differently as we move through that game. And, you know, I know we've talked on this before, too, that everybody likes to go after the manager for bullpen decisions, not last night's game, but just in general. And, I, and I'll often just say the same thing, which is it, it, if, you, if you put a reliever in a one-run situation, you are opening yourself up for bad things to happen at times. Um, yes, we should be able to handle one-run leads, and we have. But, but the best – the best defense in any one of those situations is that game should have been three or four to nothing in the ninth inning last night with the way Merrill pitched. And, and, I, and I do think it doesn't just blame the offense. It just that's where I feel like the really good teams, night in and night out, they don't talk about their bullpen, not necessarily because their bullpen is that much more dominant, It's because they have a much bigger margin of error when you're going into the final innings. And that's something we still need to improve upon.
2: You know, you just mentioned it right there, Mike. Seven scoreless innings again from Merrill Kelly on four hits. It just, he is in a groove right now. It's just sick watching him go out there and pitch. What is he doing technically? What is he doing that's allowing him to have this kind of success?
1: Yeah, Merrill, Merrill's advantage over the rest of the league, his pitch, uh, the, the other pitchers, is his ability to keep everybody guessing. I mean, he's one of those guys that we see coming up. You know, far far too often when you have pitchers that are coming up through your system, you know, you start to whittle down pitches because the third or the fourth pitch just isn't effective enough to be utilized in a way that gets major league hitters to swing and miss. And while you could grade out any one of his pitches however you want to, the combination of all the things he does, there's just, there's just no way that hitters have an idea of really what he's going to throw them. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, it harkens back to probably 20, 30 years ago with some of these great command, you know, field-to-pitch mix guys that had multiple pitches they could throw at any time. I think that's still the, the kryptonite for the hitter that is trying to launch the ball over the fence on every swing. You know, Mm -hmm. I think once they have an idea of what you're throwing or you're going to time up or, you know, kind of guess what they're going to throw and you're going to swing for the fences and you have power and you're going to connect. I think if they can keep you off balance and you're not as maybe as proficient a hitter as as, like contact wise, you're going to be in trouble. And I, and I think that's what, what he does so well. Talking to D-backs GM Mike
0: Hazen. Uh, Mike, one of the trades you guys did make, Luke Weaver to Kansas City for Emmanuel Rivera, who has really torn the cover off the ball since he got here, honestly. Ten games with the D-backs, four home runs. He's hitting .324. It's been especially hot this week. Uh, How much did you know? Obviously, you traded for him, but what are your expectations for him, not just this season, but going forward?
1: Yeah, um, not not necessarily this, um, being fully honest with you. You know, we've, we've liked him for a while. We, we've we talked to Kansas City about him for a while and just never really matched up. I think, as you, as you know, one of the things is we've gone through the season, we get very left-handed, dominant. Um, and he provided something and provides something that we don't really have. Um, you know, we, that's been, you know, for the majority of the guys that we've called up from our minor league system, as you've seen, they're all cycled onto our team. the the vast majority are left-handed hitters. Um, So we've done a good job of that. We haven't done as good of a job of finding the right-handed hitter. And that's been something that we've tried to do to balance out our lineup earlier in the season. We couldn't be the left-handed starter to save our life. Um, Now we're more balanced um, with Carson back and with Marte and Walker and now with Rivera, et cetera. Um, We should should be a little bit more of a dangerous lineup against the lefties. And that's kind of, played itself out here over the last month as well. That's definitely been an area that we've improved, and that's going to be something we'll still stay focused on into the rest of this season and going into the offseason.
2: Corbin Carroll is just on fire. When are we going to see Corbin Carroll, bud?
1: Yeah, Corbin's doing a good job. Um, <laughs> you, you hopefully will see him here in a bit. Obviously, usually around September call-up time um, is when we'll start to talk through Uh, calling up or bringing up, giving some exposure uh, to some of these younger kids. Um, You know, we have a group of players now at the major league level. We are trying to figure out where they're going to fit moving forward. So there's a balancing act. Corbin's an incredible player. He is still working on, you know, moving around defensively in the outfield. If he's not going to play center for us, which he won't probably play a ton of center for us, um, given what Alec Thomas can do out there. And, And that's not, you know, that's great for us because he's a really good outfielder too. Um, that, that's probably the best-case scenario. And, but we still have a lot of players on our major league team right now that we're trying to give opportunity to, that are good players in and in their own right, uh, and we're trying to see what they can do given an extended run of everyday at-bats.
0: Mike, I know how much you you value defense. When you see Alec Thomas, and you mentioned some of the other guys you're going to have out there in the outfield too, but specifically some of the plays Thomas has made since he gets called up. (laughs) What what do you think when you see those defensive uh, just efforts?
1: If we do things right, I'm pretty confident that we will have the best, if not – for sure, top three defensive outfields in all of baseball. Um, And he's going to anchor that down in the middle. So that is something that, as you think about from a value standpoint, given – two things one what happens in the outfield when a ball drops you know it's not always a single um and 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 some of the you know the ball he took away in colorado i know it's not meaningless to (laughs) to ian kennedy or alec thomas given but it was six nothing and probably wasn't going to have a big um net impact on the game but you see what that that can do uh just taking runs off the board and then and then you know it, it 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 allows you to feel better about the defensive brand of baseball that you're going to be playing with your pitching staff. They usually become a little bit more aggressive within the zone. Um, And I just think we we saw the exact opposite of that last year when, you know, with the injuries, et cetera, what happened to our outfield. And we've seen the exact opposite this year. Um, That's something that hopefully is going to be a strength for ours. And given the division we're in with the size of the outfields we play in, That's also an area where we feel like we need to be good um, to be competitive.
2: Mike, love and respect, man, to you and yours, and we'll talk to you down the road, okay?
1: All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Mike.